Hey, happy mamas. Welcome back. We are on episode 16 and I'm so excited. We are we are really diving into some of my favorite parts of these pillars, okay? The things that really make the biggest difference. And today we want to talk about exercise and movement and how that plays a role in our mental health. Now, when I started working with my doctor, and have I've heard this multiple times, right? Is that we need to be exercising. The exercise is a natural antidepressant, right? And I think a lot of us know that, right? So it's like, why? Tell me, help me understand why. Well, let me just tell you about my experience and then I'll tell you a little bit about just basics on the science, right? Um, I grew up as an, as an athlete and a dancer, uh, not a hardcore athlete. I did a lot of rec things and played with my brothers and stuff like that. And then I did a few things in high school. I did um, basketball for a year in high school. I did cross country for a year. I did track for a couple of years. I was a competitive cheerleader, competitive dancer. So I was really pretty active, um, but I wasn't that kind of kid who like loved to work out. And I don't know how many kids there really are that are like that. I certainly didn't raise any of them. And I, I grew up as an adult or as I started to get into adulthood, I kept thinking, I just want to have an active enough lifestyle that I don't have to work out because I'm active enough in my regular lifestyle. And so I kept like hoping for that, right? Like maybe if I get a farm or if I do a lot of yard work or whatever. And yes, that is super vital to helping our body stay fit and trim and feel good. And I learned something. I learned something over this process this last year and a half. When I, when anytime I've really tried to get a handle on, you know, whether it was my eating um, and my addiction to sugar or my stress eating or whether it was, you know, that I had started to gain extra weight and I didn't want that anymore or whatever, of course I would start exercising, right? And I would find some great exercise plans and different things that I liked and, and I would have some success and I would start to realize that I was starting to feel better, not just physically, right? But emotionally. And then I would stop doing that, right? Because I would get worn out or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then I would find myself in this cycle of like not feeling good again, not just physically, but emotionally. And so this last round, I started slow because after I'd had my last baby, I hadn't done a lot of physical exercise while I was pregnant with him because I was so sick. Before that, when I was pregnant with my son before that, I was playing volleyball right up until 30, oh, I don't know, I was 38 weeks or something when we won the championship, two of us pregnant. It was awesome. And um, I was a lot more active then and I felt much better. My pregnancy went much better. But this time around with my last little guy, I had sunk down into this deep depression and was physically not doing well and not taking care of myself because I was so depressed. So afterwards, I started realizing I've got to do something, right? And I started really paying attention to how I felt after I intentionally did some exercise. And we're going to talk, I'm trying to look at our schedule here. We're going to talk in the next pillar about what I call the Rise Up Daily Goals. Maybe some of you are familiar with that. One of those goals is to get up and at it and get some movement in your life, right? Every single day to get some kind of movement. What I found is that intentionally moving, because, you know, lots of us are pretty active chasing our kids around or with all the things that we're doing, or maybe we have a really active job and that's great, right? It's really good for us. And there's something about intentional movement that does more for our brain than just that, I don't know what it does for us physically, I guess. Okay. So I started off slow and what I found, I posted this on our Happy Mama 
um, in our happy mama group a little, a couple weeks ago is I found some YouTube videos, right? I always liked exercising to a video because I felt like I was with people because I'm a super social person. So I needed to be with people and I needed something I could do at home. I needed something that was easy. I love going to the gym. I love being at the gym uh, when it's a gym I feel comfortable with, but that's not, that's not something I can do right now very easy. So I had to find another option. So I found, you know, I love to dance. And so I found a group of ladies, three three moms, well, I assume they're moms, three ladies from Waco, Texas, who started this group called Refit Revolution or something. And they do, you know, I think it started out as Zumba. Now it's just a lot of dancing, but they it's geared to us moms who have our little kids with us. So the music is all clean and they're always dressed. Don't you love that? I hate watching exercise videos where they're like, they don't have any clothes on and I'm trying to do it with my son sitting there. Drives me crazy, right? So I don't, I don't watch them. I don't do them. And so I love that about these and I love that they're just one song at a time. So I can pick and choose, you know, how many I'm going to do. And I just get up in the morning with my kiddos and they know that part of our routine is exercise. And it's not like a big 30, 40 minute thing. I usually don't have that kind of time, but I do have time for one or two songs, sometimes three. And if we're in a really good mood for, okay, so we're talking anywhere from three to 12, 15, 18 minutes, maybe. Okay. And the moves are fairly simple so that I can follow along and my kiddos get up and do it with me. Maybe not all kids will, and they didn't for a while, but now they do. I invite them to get up and do it with me. And we do just a couple of songs in the morning. And I have to, it's really easy to get up and just kind of go through the motions, but I found that being really intentional about my motions, like pushing myself and being really sharp with my actions, because I'm a dancer, and, and really pushing it helps like trigger something in my brain. Now I talked on one of the last um, episodes about endorphins and how I, I was kind of joking about that. But they're they're a legit thing, right? And those endorphins get released um, from when we exercise. When good things happen, these endorphins release, and they're these natural happy chemicals that go through our brain or go through our body. And we want to experience those. And I found that I can get some of that in just one or two songs. Okay, so I'm getting the mental benefits of exercise, even if it's not doing a ton for me physically, and it is a little, it's not doing a ton, but it's doing something. But what I'm doing it for is my mental health, okay, my mental wellness. So let me talk just a minute about why exercise can help with depression and anxiety. First of all, studies have shown that exercise can actually treat mild to moderate depression just as effectively as antidepressant medication, but without the side effects right? And so we've talked about different supplements and stuff. And this is part of my non-medication approach to my mild to moderate mental health. Now, if you're in that severe case, which I've been once in my life, then you may need more, right? But this is mild to moderate, okay? This is that 80% we've talked about, that 80% of what we deal with, we could probably handle at home if we had the right tools and the right education, okay? So they did this study, um, in the Harvard Chan School of Public Health, and they found that running 15 minutes a day or walking for an hour reduces the risk of major depression by 26%. Okay, so going back to that dark place I don't want to go back to, like I can exercise a little bit every day and it's going to keep me from going back to that place. Okay, and it's also going to help relieve my symptoms of this mild to sometimes moderate depression. Okay, it can relieve those symptoms and help us from relapsing. Okay. It's a powerful depression fighter for a lot of reasons. A couple of things. Why, right? Most importantly, it gets all sorts of changes going on in the brain. We get neural growth. 
We get reduced inflammation, which we talked about on one of our last episodes, right? We get new activity patterns in our brain that promote feelings of calm and well-being. We're overriding the old patterns that say, I just want to be lazy, I'm worthless, like blah, blah, blah. And when we get up and we do something and we're mastering our body, right, that we're in control, we're in charge of our body and we're telling it what to do, that creates a new pathway in our brain that says, I'm in control here. And that's what we want, right? We also get this release of endorphins, right? This is this powerful chemical in our brain that energizes our spirits and makes us feel good. And we want that release. You've talked, you've probably heard, Um, of a runner's high or, you know, people who get high from exercising and stuff like that. Like I've experienced that, right? And you can get that kind of high even from one or two songs or, you know, 10 or 15 minutes or whatever of intentional exercise, right? Where we're, it's not casual. Okay. I'm going to say this. You can walk and walk and walk and just have fun with friends. And that's awesome. And it's super, really important, but I'm going to invite you to take even five minutes and push yourself, push your body to a limit, like push it harder than what you want to do. And it's going to get, it's going to help you in so many more ways than just physical exercise. You know what it's doing for your body physically. If I can just be so bold to say this, it's going to tell Satan to take a hike. Okay. He wants to be in the middle of all of this and he wants to be, he wants us to be lazy. He wants us to be lethargic. He wants us to be apathetic. He wants us to feel like we can't do anything. He wants our bodies. He wants us to think that our bodies are in control, that we have no control and it's bull crap. Okay. We get to choose and whatever level you're at, whatever it takes for you to push your body past what's comfortable. Okay. So for me, that's one or two songs. That's past what's comfortable at this point because I've been so, um, so fatigued and so my muscles have atrophied so much from my last baby that I got some work to do, right? So whatever it takes to push your body to a point that's not comfortable, just because you can, just because you can, that is going to do so much for your mental health. Not just the release of endorphins, not just the new pathways, Uh, more importantly, the new pathways, but it's telling Satan to take a hike. It's telling him that you're in charge of your body, that you're in control. And we need to feel that. We need to be in control and we need to feel it, right? Okay. Also, exercise, when we're talking about depression, can actually serve as a distraction, right? It's going to help us just have something different to think about, something different to do, and we're getting all these awesome benefits, right? Now let's talk about how it affects anxiety, right? It's a natural and effective anti-anxiety treatment. That's why it's part of our five pillars, because this is part of our change plan, right? Our recovery. It relieves the tension and the stress that comes from anxiety. It's going to help boost our physical and our mental energy. It's going to release those endorphins, right? Which is going to help us feel like everything's cool and everything's good, okay? And you have to be... Um, intentional and paying attention to what's going on and pushing yourself and not just like zoning out for it to be, for you to benefit, right? So again, this is what I was talking about. You're going to pay attention to your feet hitting the ground. You're going to pay attention to your breathing and what it sounds like, what it feels like. You're going to feel, you know, what's going on around you, whether it's the noise that you're hearing or the wind on your skin or whatever it is. You're adding mindfulness and then you're adding, pay attention to your effort level. 
Pay attention to if you're pushing yourself or if it's just like do do do, right? Like give it your very best effort, even for five minutes. Give it your best effort because really focusing on your body and how you feel as you exercise is going to help not just improve your physical condition faster, but you're going to interrupt that flow of all those worried feelings, those that anxiousness, right? We're rewriting the script here of how our brain deals with stuff. I remember when my three girls were just little and we were living in the first, our first house in Northern Utah. And, um, at that time, my anxiety was just starting to kick up major. I'd never experienced it like that where I was having full on like butterflies all the time in my stomach and my heart would start to race. And I'd feel like I was going to crawl out of my skin and like, and I'd never experienced it like that before. And the only thing I knew how to do to get rid of it was to get on the treadmill. And so I remember coming home even from church and I'd be, my husband be like, are you okay? And I'm like, I just have to get on the treadmill, have to get on the treadmill. Like I got to put on some church music and I got to get on the treadmill, you know? And I would just walk and walk and walk and I would push myself through it to rewrite how my body was responding to things and what my brain was thinking about, right? So it can really do a lot for our anxiety. Now, it's going to help a lot with our stress too. Have you ever noticed how your body feels when it's under stress? Like you're tense and your face and your neck and your shoulders, like they start to ache and oh my gosh, and then you're starting to get headaches and all that kind of stuff, right? You're maybe are you even feeling like that, those anxious feelings of that tightness in your chest and your pulse and your pulse is racing and your, your muscles start cramping, stuff like that, right? And even with stress, you maybe you're having insomnia, maybe you're having heartache, stomach ache, heartache, heartburn, excuse me, both, you're probably having both, stomach ache, diarrhea, all sorts of things, right? And this can lead to even more stress. We got to get on top of this, okay? And this is what we were talking about with with, um, making sure that we are taking our supplements, right? We're using whatever we need to to help our body respond better to the stress that we're under, okay? And exercising is a way to break that cycle. So when we're super stressed, we feel like we don't have any time. I'll tell you what. I have found that the days that I don't stop and do my morning routine, which includes my five to 15 minutes of exercise, I struggle much more through the day. And the days that I actually stop and do that, I can handle the day, right? It's just like, if you don't feel like you have time for it, make time for it. Five minutes, five minutes, get down and do, a, do as many push-ups as you can, like push until you're exhausted and just do that. Do as many jumping jacks or I'll, sometimes I'll even just stop and do squats, like if I'm feeling super tense and I'm feeling like overwhelmed and everything, I'll just stop me like, hey, let's break the cycle. And so I'll just start doing squats. I'll stand in place, just start doing squats. People are like, what do you do? And I'm like, I am rewriting the cycle here. Like I am rerouting what my body's doing and I'm telling it to release that negative energy through my body, through this exercise. And then I'm going to reprogram it and tell it what to do instead, that we are calm and we can handle this, right? So when you can get that body feeling better, your mind's going to feel better because they're, they're, they're linked, they're interrelated, right? You can't separate one from the other. So when we're physically not feeling well, we're mentally going to struggle. And when we're mentally not feeling well, it's going to be harder for us physically to feel well. Okay. I'm just going to invite you to find a way to intentionally get some movement every day. Movement that at least for a few minutes pushes you past what's comfortable for you. Okay. And then I want you to pay attention. I want you to pay attention to how you feel before. And I want you to pay attention to how you feel during that pushing zone, right? Those few minutes when you're pushing yourself. And I want you to pay attention then to how you feel after when it comes to your mental health, 
pay attention and put it to the test. And you'll find, like I found, again, I found for myself, like five minutes can push me, five minutes of something really, really pushing myself can take me to that place where I'm finally okay, right? But you'll find, you'll find what your zone is for you. Play with it a little bit. And no matter what, get it in. Get in that exercise, that movement, that intentional pushing yourself every single day, even if it's for one minute. Get it in. Was I passionate enough about that? (laughs) I love you guys. I'm so glad we're on this journey together. I really am. And if I sound, I'm, I'm passionate, right? If I sound like I'm ordering you around, I'm not intentionally ordering you around. I just want you to understand the power of these things and the change that they've had in my life and the change they can have in your life if you'll start implementing them. And if there's things that don't feel right to you, shelf it for a little while. Just put it up on the shelf. Come back to it later when it does feel right. Okay, but this is this is just what I've gone through. This is just my own experience. And, and if it's something that'll help you, then I'm so grateful to share it with you. Happy Mamas, we can do this. We'll catch you on the next episode.